It's to connect, get connected. ties into our next aspect of mentorship with the connect right yeah one of the biggest things that you can have in life is a mentor absolutely to give you someone to one also hold you accountable right because when you when you create that plan there are things along that plan that you have to do and if you don't have someone holding you accountable number one you should always hold yourself accountable right you are responsible for you Absolutely. Just as we created this podcast, hey, Darren, I need this done. Or Aaron, we need to get this done. We hold each other accountable so that those deadlines, we're sticking to them. And as much as this is the third time that we've recorded this, right, we're we're not upset with it. It's a learning moment, but we had to hold each other accountable. And Dar- I'm going to say this, Darren is the accountability leader for us because I move, shake, and groove. He's like, bro, we got to get this done. We got to get this. And as much as I'm like, sometimes like, yo, I got this going on. I know in order for us to get to that next step, these are the things that we have to do. That's it. And that's it right there. And, you know, having that accountability partner, and that actually leads into, you know, uh, another uh, segue of, you know what I'm saying, how this even got started, right? Yeah. Um, was, um, first of all, how did we even meet, right? Let's start okay. there. And then we can talk about even how this came about, yeah. right? So, um, me and Aaron actually met uh, twenty March twenty nineteen out in um, L A. We were That's at um, right. <laughs> we were out um, at a conference um, for our field. You know, what I'm saying for the field of uh, higher ed, and um, I think we were just chopping it up right outside the Staples Center. Actually, we were. It was like a group of folks. So one of my homeboys. Um, Pierre Campbell, yep. you know what I'm saying? He's uh, a dude that I've known uh, for a few years. I actually met him at the same conference in New Orleans, you know what I'm saying, some years earlier. So this was my first time running back into him, you know what I'm saying, in some time. So I'm chopping it up with him and some of his other home, some of his other boys um, that were out there. And Aaron's also in this same circle. And he was just like, oh, yo, he's the bros. Like, that's your that's your fraternity brothers, right? So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, Rudy Rude to the bros. And <laughs> You know me and Aaron we meet we chop it up and you know from there it was just like cool let's keep in touch or whatever and usually at these conferences I'm not gonna lie to you when it comes to keeping in touch right you're just like all right cool you know that's what everybody say whatever yeah. whatever but something told me someone's like nah hit this bro up man just you know what I'm saying just check in on him say what's up like yo bro it was good meeting you you know what I'm saying let's definitely stay connected um let's chop it up but even before then you know we just start talking and we come to find out that we have other friends in common right like he's Pretty working mutual. with one of my people's from graduate school shout out to jasmine clifton and shout out to ariel robinson and you know what i'm saying like just in knowing that right that already creates a diff another level of comfort where it's just yeah. like all right i'm cool with them he's cool with them okay we could be cool you know what i'm saying it's like we yeah. could possibly be cool you know what i'm saying but just even from that, right, that those networks extend into other things, right? So, you know, fast forward a few years, I transitioned back to the East Coast. Yeah. Aaron transitions from, where were you, Indiana yeah. out to um, Texas, yeah. you know what I'm saying, where you are now, and I transition as I transitioned from Cali to Maryland. Um, and, you know, I'm just going through this work, and I'm sitting on something, I'm like, man, I want to do this thing. I know Aaron does career. He also has his nonprofit you know, that's focusing really on mentoring, but also helping with the college navigation yeah. process. 
I'm working with, you know, first gen students, you know, first in their families to go to college, high schoolers, but there's a bigger like reach that we can take. And it was just like, yo, like, what do you think of this? You know what I'm saying? Like, I know you have this on your plate, right? But what do you think of this in terms of reach, but also the skill set that you got? So I already see in him what's already there and how it could match with the idea that I have and what I'm trying to bring forward, right? And I'm like, all right, what do you think of this? And presented it to him and he was like, he was down. Like he didn't even hesitate. He was just like, yo, let's meet, let's chop it up. Let's see what the vision is. And let's, you know what I'm saying? Trying to like hash this thing out. And here we are, you know what I'm saying? Delivering this, you know what I'm saying? To y'all and, and that right there, you know, even over time, like before them just checking in on each other, just hitting each other up, you know what I'm saying? And not even on some fake stuff, but on some genuine, like, yo, you good over there? Like, how's life going? How's life going? Not what can I get from you? Yeah. Not can you do me a favor? You know what I'm saying? No, it was genuine networking, right? Which is a key, key mm -hmm. thing to success, no matter what aspect or what area you're in is networking with people and really cultivating those relationships. So that's what we've done over time is really cultivated this and still cultivating the relationship. Cause yes, we're working on this together, yeah. but there's still a relationship that's to be built while we're still working on this as well, so. And, that, and that's a huge piece in terms of when you speak of networking, mm -hmm. whatever you're doing in life, whatever you're aiming to from our relationship of building, you've really got to understand the importance of social capital, right? Knowing how to- Talk to them utilize your connections with your people and as you said it's not always a take process the word that you need to be mindful when you think of networking social capital it's an exchange right there there is an exchange of information there is an exchange of goods there's a commerce uh in the in the black community our word that we love to use is barter yes right barter you you don't always go into a networking relationship thinking what can I get, right? How can I be of service to this person? And I remember when you called or shot the text and was like, yo, you got time to chop it up. I got this idea that I want to run past you. And like you said, I've already got nonprofit. I've already got uh, other community obligations in terms of mentoring. And however, when, when you reached out and you spoke about this opportunity to connect, there's really a responsibility, as I said before, all right, this is a platform and, and, and guess what? Our influence, right? Our social capital, our peers, our colleagues, the families that we've already supported. This right here was something when, when you said, I ain't even think about it. That was nothing to think about, right? This was this was the next step on whatever journey for both of us. We, we love yeah. speaking, we love engaging. And this is that first step. And when we talk about our, our things of the year, and I'm, I'm, we're going to tap into that in a second. Okay, okay, we'll, don't give them too much too no, soon. No, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll tap into that in a second. <laughs> but when, when we talk about getting things done, yeah. putting things out, putting giving life behind situations, it, it was a no-brainer because what this does, just aside from the educational side, um, it gives, it, it, let me say this, and this was, I don't want it to sound selfish, but it's giving me an opportunity to show my skill set in a different method of which That's I've shown right. it before, right? Um, and let me say this, it takes a lot. It, it is a challenge because when you have so much going on, you have to figure out where is my energy most utilized at? And, and I really had to sit with it for a second and it wasn't a long second. It was like, yeah, this is a good use of my energy. 
and my time because guess what? Yes, it may we may record on Wednesdays or Thursdays. We do pre-pod as well. It's a lot that goes into it, but the lot that goes into it is going to be worth it when students, families, others are able to consume this information because it is making them better, right? Absolutely. We have a responsibility with the information that we have, the knowledge that we possess to be good stewards of those resources, right? Everybody is born with gifts. Everybody is born with gifts. However, it's on you to be a good steward of those gifts that you are giving to utilize them, not just for yourself, but to make others, those individuals in your communities, those individuals in your circle better, right? If you're not making those individuals around you better or bringing things to the table, what are you doing with those resources? And I get it, times you may not be in your best light, right? But like you said, when we first met our relationship, it was very much genuine from the respect of, you know, Ariel and Jazz, just like I do. And when I say them as my girls, them is like my sisters near and dear. So the mutual respect of just saying, okay, this is somebody that has the same mindset and watch this, the same circle. Cause if you're not on the same wavelength, you don't run into those same people at all. Right? Cause it, it, if, if we're not of like mind, sound body, why do I need to be around you, right? That's real. Because in, in, in you always hear uh, the older generation say, look around you and I'll tell you where you're going. Absolutely. Man, hey, no, nah, like legit. Right. So just, just knowing that here's a solid dude. Just watch this. Away from being a bruh, a solid dude that yeah. really you can build with. Then take into a fact, okay, we're both cues, right? Both work in education. Right. Oh, and we run in the same circle. Okay, this is going somewhere. And that being, being in LA, right, that was the conduit to get us here. As you said, you moved back from uh, the left coast, west coast, to the east coast. Right. I went from Indiana to Texas. Right. We stayed locked in during that, that transition. And as you said, it's ain't just about, oh, what can I do for you? There's some times where I've been down and, and Darren has called me and said, yo, bro, how you feeling? And having that genuine person to say, all right, I got a moment to listen to, because guess what? You can tell people some of your problems, tell people what's going on in your life. And some people really don't, when, when you unpack, some people really ain't ready for you to unpack. That's it. That's, that's legit it. You know what I'm saying? And shoot, I, I can say, you know, at that time, because my, you know what I'm saying? I was in transition and a lot of just other things were just like happening in that same sense, right? that cultivation of friendship was really necessary at yeah. that time because you know what i'm saying i was struggling man i was you know what i'm saying just dealing with it like you know stuff was just looking like just just uh just terrible you know what i'm saying for lack of better words you know what i'm saying but you know throughout that you know of course with support systems but also i couldn't allow i i saw the value in not allowing my relationships to suffer you know what i'm saying in terms of you know my folks and my my circle and my friends and all that you know what I'm saying? Didn't want to make that suffer. Now, of course, like, you know, I mean, I'm going through my things and I have to handle it, but that doesn't mean I have to neglect my other things that are happening around me as well. So, you know, it's just like finding that balance, but also taking that time, right? And we talk about how time is money, right? But taking that time and really investing it accordingly and building a relationship. Because like when I first met Aaron, this was not, this was the furthest thing probably from my mind and wanting to do actually. This wasn't even an idea because I didn't even know what I was even doing. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Even I had an idea of wanting to do something, but I didn't even know what it looked like until I really sat down, 
hashed out some stuff and was just like, hold on. There's not much out there on a broad scale, but also even coming from males, right? Because if we look yeah. around at it, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of strong, strong and very uh, effective black women that are leading in the education space, right? Yeah. And yes, there are a lot of black males within education, right? But you know what I'm saying? In terms of folks who are giving the, the representation one was key, right? Because there aren't, there are a lot of black males, but there aren't as many more, you know what I'm saying? As you see like black women, like it's a very smaller demographic, but also the importance of seeing that. I know what it would have done for me if I had more black teachers and more access to black teachers. I didn't really have black male teachers, you know what I'm saying? Like that until I got to college, you know what I'm saying? Like that's crazy. So throughout the, the 12 years that we're in secondary school, I might've had maybe two, I'll say maybe two black teachers, right? Maybe two or three, if that two black male teachers, I'm sorry. Um, but just seeing that it's just a different, you know, it's, it's, it creates a, a different vibe, you know what I'm saying? Like, and just wanting to be like, you know what? We got this, we know this culture, you know what I'm saying? We from this culture, we're yep. of this culture. Why not deliver what we've learned back to folks who may not like, cause if we look at it, right? Even looking at, um, black, I'll, I'll be transparent with you. like. The program that I'm working with, right, ain't a lot of black males in it at all, right? But I see a lot of black males in these schools, but like they don't find stuff like this to be valuable yeah. just yet. And I get it because there's a whole bunch of other factors that go into that, right? And we we'll we'll get into those down the road, right? <laughs> but in, you know, in understanding the importance of stuff like this, that's why I was just like, nah, we need to do this. And I was just like, yeah, the people that want this are gonna tap into it. And the people that may not even know that they need it just yet, it'll benefit them. It'll be there for them when they're ready. How about that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, I know I'm all over the place, but I had to like tie that back though. <laughs> no, that, that is real because you may not feel that this is for you right now, right? But right. there is a point where one of these episodes, one of these conversations, that will be for you, right? Absolutely. It's going to be here when you're ready to consume it. We're not going to force feed you to, to, to listen to, to support. But what we are going to do, as we said, be a resource. Hey, here's this content. Here's the title of this podcast. Does it resonate with you? Does this episode connect? If so, it's here, right? The, the, the biggest thing that you can do is have the information when you're ready. Mm -hmm. If you don't have the information, where are you to go? What are you to, to do, right? Absolutely. And talking about that representation, I want to tie that back, right? Because I, I can remember my first Black male teacher. Yes, I have Black women uh educate me throughout wow. the course of my life which i'm wow. very grateful for my my elementary school principal black lady miss angela french coach dope when i say seeing a, a woman handle the school which she did in the method man that lady ran a straight line yo shout out to miss french coach she's still connected in my life my first grade teacher was miss dylan black woman right lives in the same neighborhood as my aunt right across the street um let's see from there I remember my sixth grade English, I uh, know not English, sixth grade math teacher, the first teacher to really challenge me in math, right? Miss, mm. uh, I forget, Miss Bright, Dorothy Bright. I, I actually looked her up one day, maybe six, seven months ago, just to see if she was still living. I, I know it was a while ago, but those influential individuals, and it wasn't until my senior year of high school when I had a black male teacher. Mm. And, and watch this, I didn't even have to take math or I may have had to, but he made that class. You're a senior in high school. I only need two class, three classes right. to graduate, right? right? 
I didn't care about school, but this man held me accountable. Hey, I know you only come to school three hours a day, but you're going to be in this class doing what you need to do, right? And those are the type of individuals, that representation that I didn't realize that I became those people. Yeah. I might not be a teacher, right, in the classroom daily, but I do teach on the educational side. That's it. And just taking that information, the life lessons that we were taught, and now becoming those individuals, giving the same as others gave to us. Um, there's no greater feeling in the world, and, and you've probably gotten these calls of getting the, hey, the text message, the calls, say thank you. Right. Bro, yeah, I, I can actually uh, this this whole weekend has been that. Right. And I'll, I'll you know, not to cut you off, no, you um, but, you know, what I'm saying this whole weekend has actually been that. And I have like a couple students from. So I usually work with like juniors and seniors. Right. Okay. It's, a, it's a, a college readiness program. And we help um, students to navigate the college applica application process. Right. Yeah. So how to, you know, what I'm saying like fill it out, like the resources, where to start, right, where to begin the scholarships, the, you know, we introduce you how to apply for scholarships, how to navigate that process, but also like the writing piece, how to craft a college as application essay, but how to also navigate the scholarship essay, right? Because those two are often different, yep. but they still have the same like base that you need to create it from. Um, but like two, a couple of my students I'm still in touch with, like they'll hit me up like, hey, like, thank you so much, you know what I'm saying, for what you did last year um, in helping me navigate. I don't know what I would have done without you. And to me, that's like crazy because one, I still feel like, man, there's so much more that I could have done yep. or that I could do, but whatever, you know, so however I broke it down to him and I kept, I, I stayed on students. I'm like, yo, like you say you have this goal. I'm going to hold you accountable to that goal. So that means when I see you, it's going to be, how are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I care about you as a person, but then it's also like, what's your progress like on this goal that you told me that you wanted? Or was that just, you know what I'm saying? Uh, was that just, you know, a wolf ticket? Or was that, you know what I'm saying? You like actually trying to pursue something. And um, this weekend, my seniors now um, are starting to get their acceptance letters from school. So what yeah. are they doing? Hitting me up. Hey, Mr. Moore, like I got into these particular schools. I got into these schools. So I'm like, let's go. Oh, Mr. Moore, can you be a letter of recommendation for me? I'm trying to go for this scholarship. I'm trying to submit these applications. Like, and I'm just like, that's what I'm here for, because I understand, right? One, finding a letter of recommendation, you want the right person, right? right. That's going to be able to not only speak to just your academics, but also speak about you as a person, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I find it valuable to build relationships with my students. And I see them as young adults and I treat them as such, right? Yeah. I'm going to hold them accountable to what they're talking about. I'm going to make sure I check in on them to make sure that, you know what I'm saying, they're, they're good overall, their well-being, their mental, their physical, all those things, their emotional wealth is being, um, you know, fostered appropriately, but also making sure that, you know what I'm saying, they're on point. Uh, and, and just in having someone who genuinely cares for you, it, it makes a huge difference, man, a huge difference, like seriously. So that's that's been one of the things that really is rewarding for me is when students find it to be useful because I, I swear to you, I do it and I'm just like, man, I don't think I'm getting the feedback that, you know what I'm saying, they're being receptive. They don't seem to follow up with me. Then yeah. they'll hit me up like, yo, thank, I'm like, yo, really? Like, that's crazy. Like still like is mind blowing two years into this role, so. I think, I think it's huge what you're doing in terms of connecting. And, and you said something that's very important. You say you treat them like young adults, right? Got that, to. That, that language that you use with them creates buy-in, right? I'm not, hey, what's up? 
uh, son, nothing like that. What's up, bro? What's up, little sis? Right? That's it. Building that relationship, that rapport, because once you build that, um, when you talk about that accountability piece, it's not coming from a, dang, Mr. Moore is on my back. Mr. Moore really wants me to succeed. That's Mr. It. Moore's here to help me get to that next step. Uh, and, and let's frame that for the connect. The connect is here to help you get to the next step, right? Yep. Uh, from in terms of the, the information we're going to provide, the resources, the guests that we're bringing, right? All of this is done in unison to help you get from point A to point B in, let's say, a timely manner. And I don't want to say the That's quickest it. because getting somewhere the quickest means you're trying to cut some corners, bear it. And, and we ain't trying to do that, right? We want to give you the information to aid you over this. And the word I'm going to use is a journey. Mm. And I say the word journey yeah. because it's a process of trials, tribulations, ups, downs, adversities, lesson learned. But in the end, once you get to that, that product, that thing that you were working to, that feeling, that sense of accomplishment that you get from within, man, it's nothing like it because you know that I've put in the work. I've done the things. I've navigated the challenges. And what that also does and is going to tie into later episodes it builds you holistically where you understand who you are as a person. Because I think what, what, when we, we go through life, we're not, and I'm going to use this term right now. A lot of times we're not self-aware. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and being aware allows you to know what you're doing because a lot of times when you're not self-aware, you are just doing stuff and you don't even realize it. And when somebody says something to you, you feel attacked. Right. Because you're not aware. Right. And it's like, yo, once you build that self-awareness, like I said earlier, I did some things that I shouldn't have did last night. I'm aware I can have that moment with myself to say, hey, bro, you tripping, right? I have people around me to say, hey, bro, you tripping. Real, real it in. <laughs> right? And, and that is that is what we need a lot of times is that self-awareness to get us to where we need to be. Because if you're not aware, you're going to keep doing the same thing, right? Wasted time. And we ain't got time to waste. Not at all. I, I like to get into the point with the connect too of what does this look like in terms of information, mm. processing, skills, and resources? Because there's things that we can give you in terms of information, but I, you made a great point during one of our conversations of pointing into those resources. So talk a little bit about those resources, the online things. That, that we will utilize to also aid us as we disseminate information in a vocal sense, but also the information that students can have on a day in and day out basis with the access of, guess what? They're on the phones all the time, right? Yeah. The click of a button, few words on Google, gonna get you more information than we could even give you in an episode online. Yeah, that's that, and that's so true, right? Because there's so much to cover that we wouldn't even begin to even scratch the surface on all these things, right? So um, in terms of resources, like, I mean, there's so many levels to cover, right? But I'll go over like the general basics of what to look out for, right? So let's start from, you know, we know that our demographic, right, is of students who are looking to go to college. So let's say junior year high school through students who should be graduating college, like shortly or whatever, or student, you know what I'm saying? Whatever that demographic is, it'll be like 16 to 23, right? that from junior year to, you know, those in college or about to graduate. Um, but, you know, the things that, if, okay, say I'm a junior in, in high school, maybe even I'm a sophomore, right? And I'm trying to figure out, man, I know I want to go to college, but I don't know even know where to start, right? So the, the, the key thing that's going to help you, right, is research. 
tap into your own interests, right? Just start to look at like things that you might be interested in. Like, what are some of your strong suits? Like, what does uh, your lifestyle look like? What type of lifestyle do you want to have? But also not even just thinking career-wise, but think of what problem do I want to solve, right? What solutions do I want to bring to this world? And how can I bring that to this world? Because oftentimes I hear, you know, uh, students will want to go into a career. Let's just say, for instance, students will want to go into medicine, right? And the, fir the, the first thing you'll hear them say is nursing. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Why do you want to go into nursing? Oh, because I want to help people. And I'm just like, do you, that's extremely generic, but I get it. We all want to be in a position to help folks. But what does that look like, right? Because nursing help how, you know what I'm saying? Like, what type of help are you trying to do? Because you can be, um, you know, and this is not to knock anyone's career. You could be, um, you know what I'm saying? One of the people that are building services, right? You're still helping people because yeah. you are doing whatever you need to do to take care of the school. You could be a cafeteria worker because you're still helping people. So exactly what do you mean by I want to help people? What does that look like for you? And I think we have to better understand that. But also um, starting off with, you know, what, what do you want to do, right? So doing your research, looking to different careers, right? So say if I do want to go into nursing, it's just like, well, I want to do medicine and nursing seems to be the only field of medicine I know. Well, what other avenues can I go into? Oh, I live in this neighborhood, right? Take, for instance, uh, the, the pandemic, right? Yeah. And look at the amount of people that are being impacted as far as black and brown neighborhoods, right? And you look at that and you're like, hmm, I wonder why is that? You know what I'm saying? Like, why is that being impacted? Or why does it seem to be these folks don't have access to medicine like everyone else or not even medicine, but resources like everyone else? Okay, this is a public issue. Look at community health and public health, right? As fields of like, oh, there's environmental factors that impact how neighborhoods are planted. Like I just, I, for instance, I just read an article the other day that talked about um, how gentrification and redlining has created environmental issues for black neighborhoods. Whereas in black neighborhoods that are being gentrified, there's a lot less trees in these black neighborhoods. And whereas in the neighborhoods that are being like gentrified and folks are pushed out, they have more trees. So what that does with less trees in the summertime, the temperature differences are almost like 12 different degrees. So that means I'm in a temperature that's 12 degrees hotter, no resources, no shade, nothing to help, help me fight the heat. Whereas in these other neighborhoods, they have all these trees and all these, all this shade available and they're being protected, you know, during that. So that's like a community health issue. That's a city planning issue. That's all different types of fields, right? So just be curious, right? And look into different things. Look into maybe career resources. There might be a career resource center at some high schools, but also I know at colleges, they have career resource centers, right? Or career services where you can do a little bit more research and you have people to help you. Looking at how are you gonna pay for school? That's a huge thing, right? And yes, scholarships are key, but you have to put in the work for those scholarships. So yeah. you have to be willing to put in the time the effort, but also knowing what the payoff is that you're looking for, right? Because some people be like, oh, I'm gonna pay for school with scholarships, but I haven't applied to any, but I'm going to, but college is gonna be here in four months. Really? Like, what do you Make doing? it make sense. <laughs> make it make sense, you know what I'm saying? Like to you, that may make sense in your head, but overall the effort that you're putting in doesn't show anyone that you're trying to actually accomplish that goal. It sounds like you're just talking. And we don't wanna be people who are only of talk, we wanna be, people of action, right? So you're looking at career, career resources, yeah. you're looking at application process, like what are the requirements at this school that I'm looking to attend 
and how do I measure up to that, right? Because what is my GPA? What's that, What's the range of test scores that they're looking for? Um, what type of curriculum and activities do I need to be doing now in order to put myself as uh, the best, you know what I'm saying, put myself as the, the best presentation forward, right? Um, looking into financial services, right? How am I going to pay for school? Um, is this within my budget, you know, to cover school? All those different things. So those are the main areas that you want to start into. Careers, career research, school research, like in terms of um, admissions requirements, yeah. but also financing. How am I going to pay for this? Those are like the main basic steps that you want to start with um, as you start looking into wanting to take those next steps of possibly going to college. So. I even think it, it starts a, a little sooner too, right? If you know you want to go to school, start to look at those different institutions, right? Figure out what these institutions require of me to get in. Like you said, that college admissions process. As a, as a young adult, take take campus visits. The sooner the better, right? Get exposed to these environments because guess what? We don't know what we don't know unless we're exposed to them. Very so you, you have to be exposed to these type of opportunities, to the type of skills, trades, universities, that are out there and, and it requires you to do your research, right? That's like it. you said. And once you do that, you gather the information like you just spoke about, understanding the processes, knowing what I need to do. And the sooner you get this information, the better off you are going to be because it, time is of the essence. Once you know what you need, once you know what it takes, and then you can be able to draft that blueprint, draft that plan, and then you can start to work. Thank you for checking out part two of this week's episode of Connect. Be sure to follow us on IG and Twitter again at the Connect Podcast. Also, in order to check out this week's full video of our podcast, be sure to check us out on YouTube by searching the Connect Podcast. For all questions, be sure to email us. Our email address is theconnectpodcast at gmail.com. And until next episode, get connected.